Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 108 of Camp Strange. I am your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. Hey, and I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to bring the spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and torturous. But before we get into our longer stories, we have to catch you up on any of the weird news you may have missed this week. And David, I think I got three over here. Oh. And uh, they're they're pretty crazy. Here's here's my first one that's very fun, and I, I have a little problem with it. It says Anchorage dentist who defrauded Medicaid and extracted patient's tooth while riding hoverboard sentenced to prison. Yeah, that 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 unfortunately was one of my news stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll survive with one. Okay, well, let's... No, I have... Oh, shit. Okay, I had three. I shouldn't have led with that one. Okay, well, why don't we discuss this, okay? Okay. Because my big bugaboo right now... Yeah, right off the bat. ...is that they're they're saying that he went to prison for extracting uh, a tooth on a hoverboard when that wasn't even the problem, okay? He's... uh, He has 46 charges, including... Medicaid fraud, embezzlement, reckless endangerment, and unlawful dental acts. Apparently, he so was, that's uh, just a big old clickbait, huh? Yeah, exactly. Apparently, he was just like telling people they needed uh, like sedata- uh, sedation, sedation, Jesus. Um, they needed intravenous sedation uh, when it wasn't necessary, so he could build them more and like just make money and get it, like make money off the top and stuff like that. Oh yeah, but the hoverboard. He never got charged for that. So why are they dragging new art medical practice combinations into the legal world, you know? Well, I know. I'll tell you who's behind it. Who? It's that big money hoverboard. <laughs> because nobody's talking about hoverboards anymore. You're right. They're trying to get back in the headlines. You know what's crazy? You know how you know when I realized I was old, I stepped on a hoverboard and I I I got a I fell off real I stepped on and fell off real fast and I got a huge cut rash on my leg that lasted for like three weeks. You're, you're allergic I, to hovering. I've never <laughs> I've never been able to ride one of those. They scare the shit out of me. But isn't there like a video of like Mike Tyson flatbacking it on one of those things? <laughs> So if I don't know because Mike Tyson will flat back both of us at the same time, so I don't. That's what I don't I'm even saying. Try I, to laugh. I don't even feel bad because like if that thing took down Mike Tyson, I don't feel bad about it taking down me. That's fucking Mike Tyson. You're you're a bigger man than I am because I won't even get close to one just because I know I'm too old for that shit. Yeah, you're kind of tall too, so like I got a low center of gravity. You think I'd be like a bowling ball, just like flying at you on that hoverboard? Like, I would. I would. I would manage to break both wrists. Double cast up. I want to. I want to like get on a hoverboard and just go, and then not be able to stop. And then I want to go through the wall, but have it be like a funny Looney Tunes imprint of like my hands going in like opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a little cardboard cutout. Oh yeah. That's all I want. If I'm gonna go out, I'm going out like that. Yep. But uh, I'm. I'm sorry I took your story, bud. No, I mean it happens. Now, what else do you got? I was, I wanted to add in there that the, the dentist did go to is going to jail for twelve years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty-six charges. He he better be because that's like super fucked up. I mean, honestly, forty-six charges that have to do with like, um, like poor use of medicine. 
I feel like 12 years is actually pretty, like, low-key. And he's probably going to serve, like, six. Yeah. Like, four. not even that, probably. It's, yeah. like, white-collar doctor prison. Actually, I don't even know. I don't know how the prison system works, right? Uh, is he just going to become the doctor in prison now? That, I mean, that's one way to do it. <laughs> but, um, wait, what's your next story you got? Um, maskless man ejected from Disney's Hollywood studio today <laughs> while screaming misquotes from Pixar's A Bug's Life. We just got all the same ones here, don't we? <laughs> I picked that one, too. I loved it so two much. Two for two. So well, explain right, this, David. Do, you, do you have the misquotes? Because I didn't look into it. Um, yes, I, I do have the quotes right here. Let me pull them up. Um, so this man was... He was not wearing a mask at the Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida, Disney, whatever you want to call Florida, it. Florida, huh? What's huh. that? Was it Florida, huh? Yeah, Hollywood, Florida. Huh. So I know I had to look it up too. I hmm. was like, where's Disney's Hollywood Studios? Not around here. But um, yeah, so he was being ejected for not wearing a mask and he... <laughs> he, he quoted one of my favorite movies growing up, uh, A Bug's Life, and he said... Remember the movie that came out Walt Disney's Walt Disney World? It was called A Bug's Life. Remember Hopper? He said if one guy stands up, um one ant stands up in a failed attempt to stir a rebellion. <laughs> so. Was Hopper in the uh, the creepier ants movie? No, that's ants. Yeah. That's I, what... I, ju- I just said it was called ants. Yeah, I know. Well, that's not a bug's life. That's ants. Okay, um, I couldn't remember. Uh, you know, I, I don't remember. I remember them both being very similar, except for one just being really shitty looking and not as good. All I remember was like the ants trailer was like they used the song, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on my drum all day. And I was like, that's a weird fucking song to begin with. And like, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't vibing with that movie. I think yeah. Woody Allen was like the voice of that ant or something like that. Yeah, we all know but, about good old Woody Allen, huh? <laughs> True. But I, all I remember is that like A Bug's Life holds a really good place in my heart, but it also holds a really um, sad place in my heart. Because I, I don't know if I told you this, but um, one time I, you I did. had... Yeah, did I bring it up on the podcast where the guy who fucking ripped the, the VCR? Pretty recently. I feel like that was within three episodes. <laughs> I feel like that was fucking two weeks ago, I dude. think about it fucking daily, dude. It he, he just He just ripped the v, VHS out of the player and the tape went everywhere, right? Dude, he fucked it. He <laughs> fucked it good. <laughs> I'm still what, did, Was that before or after he ripped it out? <laughs> it was after. You can't do it when there's a tape in there. But it's crazy. I, mean, I watched him I watched him rewind it with <laughs> I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down, but Yeah. Okay, cool. So um so I have one more story right here. Alright. Um as can Canada Town, Canada Town of Asbestos reveals a short list of new names. So there is a town in Quebec, which is a province in Canada, I think. I'm not Canadian. But um, they are named Asbestos because they had an Asbestos, Asbestos, Asbestos. Um, They have an Asbestos mine there that was funded in 1880. Uh, and it was just, it was like kicking ass for 
you know, over a hundred years until they found out that it just causes like horrible cancer. You know, you've seen oh, yeah. commercials, right? You have mesothelioma from asbestos, you know. So one eight hundred six two three eight eight six. One eight hundred one fuck your VCR. <laughs> So um, just send your VCR to me. I'll fuck it for you. So um, the the town, they came up, they, they got a bunch of names, and I think they settled on like three or four. So um, because obviously you don't want to be named after like a cancer-causing like material. Like, no. like we need to change. It's like you're from asbestos. Like I don't want to touch you. Don't get near me. Don't come in my house. Get away from me, um, you freak. So, so, so one of them was Apollone, which is a species of turtle, I guess, in the area, which is nice. Apollone, you know, not that bad. Um, another one was, um, oh, I'm gonna fuck this up, but Troy, Troy Lacs, which is just means three lakes in French, but Troy Lacs, Troy Lacs, Troy Lacs, three lakes. Yeah, so it just means three lakes. I don't, I couldn't find my French accent. And um, <laughs> the last one is why I chose the article. Um, the final contender is simply Jeffrey. Oh, I like that one. So here's or the thing. Or is it Jeffrey? Um, you know what? You can pronounce it however you want. You know, it, it's a name. You That's the beauty of a name. You can just do it however. But apparently a lot of people in the town like it, which means a lot of other people in the town really hate it. So, oh, man. Um, so I've like never people... wanted a town renaming to go a one way or the other more than I do right now. <laughs> so, somebody wrote, I have a small message from my friends in asbestos, wrote one person in French, any name but absolutely not Jeffrey. So <laughs> there is a, there's a lot of people outraged that they want to name this town Jeffrey. But as you, I think I've also brought up on this podcast, there is a town in Montana named Joe. As for Joe Montana, the 49ers quarterback. I got to look what? that up. I want to see where that is. No, it is. It's there. I mean, it's probably very Oh, I'm not small. doubting you. I just want to know where. Oh, okay. And do you know that residents of this town, if you're 14 or over, you're allowed to vote on this. So Whoa. I think it's going to be Jeffrey because I know all those 14, 15, 16-year-olds are going to be like flossing their way to the voting polls. And Jeffrey, I feel like, is going to – come out on top you're lucky it wasn't travis scott burger or something like that yeah Jesus christ um i'm looking let's nickname let's there. rename the town cactus jack oh fuck off <laughs> there's definitely not a joe montana there is a joe montana not according to google maps they're off the grid there is little joe mountain in idaho fuck there is a joe montana i thought why are you making me look bad right now why there's, are you doing this? There's to me? Blue Joe Creek Road in Montana. That's what I meant. Oh no, that's in Idaho. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> there's a lot of Joe Roads in Idaho. I don't know. I heard that from somewhere, and they I'm lied. going to stick with it. There is a Joe Montana, and Joe Montana is the mayor, and he's the executioner. <laughs> Guy's an <laughs> so, asshole. So. But um, we don't have any more news stories, I don't think. I think we're just going to jump Yeah, we, we walked in with five, and we left with three. <laughs> Sometimes it you happens. Want about, you want to talk about that Travis Scott burger? You love that, dude. Um, I, we can, Let's go ahead, and we can talk about it. You know, we, we don't dive too far into pop culture too often, um, at least recent. But uh, 
You know, if it wasn't named the Travis Scott meal or whatever, the number Travis Scott, I would I would eat it. I well, you know what's bullshit about it is that they didn't. It's not a new menu item. They're just like we put bacon on a cheeseburger, and then we gave you like barbecue sauce to dip your fries in, and then okay, I was like okay, whatever. Like I'll let that pass. Like I guess you're you're giving them like a sauce with their fries, and you don't yeah. usually get a sauce with your fries. Sure, I'll let that slide. But then they're saying that the drink has to be a sprite, and it has to have extra fucking ice. So <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> well, you know why? Extra right? ice is not a part of like a menu item. You do that yourself. But you lean in it. Yeah. What are they gonna give you? Two fucking cups too. <laughs> uh, like McDonald's. Like we can't do that. We're losing money now. We're losing money. But the so the I mean the the meal looks fine, but I just don't know if I could ever bring myself to pull up to a drive-through and say, I'll have the Travis Scott meal. Because then I'll feel well, like I need to explain to them, like, I don't like his music. I think it's, you know, boring and, <laughs> like, just really, like, low effort music. But sicko um, mode, though. Like, yeah, God. And um, that song was good. I like that song. It's overplayed for sure. Oh, but yeah. But, okay. but I, need to, I need to bring up one more thing about this. Have you seen the merchandise for this event? McDonald's is selling merchandise? Right now, Google, Travis Scott... Uh, like McDonald's, like apparel or merchandise. Okay, because Wait, it, are they selling this at McDonald's? You know, I don't know who the actual distributor is. I know it, it's obviously like funded through them. Oh my god, they're like fucking T-shirts that just have like McDonald's shit all over them. So I want you to go ahead and scroll on down. I ordered the Travis Scott meal at McDonald's September eighth, October fourteenth. <laughs> Uh, Are these real? So okay, so it's it's on. Is it on TravisScott.com? I'm seeing. Mm, I'm just on Google Images. Okay, so go to TravisScott.com. Oh God, you're gonna make me go to TravisScott.com. I am. I don't because it is absolutely insane how many items they have made for this meal. Oh my God, I see him now. And oh, this is. There's one specific item I really want to bring your attention to. Okay. And uh, holy shit, there are so many things. You're going to scroll all the way to the bottom. Um, okay. The third to last one. Okay. And I want oh you to describe. God, there are so many. I want you to describe what you're seeing. Oh my God. Is that an I'm loving it McDonald's lunch tray? <laughs> it's, a, it's a McDonald's lunch tray that you get at McDonald's and somebody carved I'm loving it into it with like a fucking pen. Is that it? Yeah. It's like the plastic tray you get at McDonald's, and it's, I'm assuming, his child's handwriting with a Sharpie or something. It looks oh like my. they did it in Microsoft Paint. Go ahead and click Everything on that. Everything's sold out, dude. Zoom in on that, please, and look it's at how bad. awful that is. It's re- Oh, my God. It looks like somebody got like in paint in like, uh, like fucking Microsoft Paint and just like, yeah, I'm loving it. But oh I am God, so I bad. am a big fan of the Nugget body pillow, which is a 36 I, inch long body pillow with woven label, um, and it is just a body pillow that is a McDonald's chicken nugget. In case you, in case you've never gotten a good look at how disgusting those things look in person, now you can have a a three foot long body pillow that is just that awful crispy fake chicken. Well, here's the thing too: is just like 
fashion right now is so fucked that it's like people literally there was like an app promoted to me that's like you could make your own shirts and it's just like literally if you went to like the clip art images and like dragged them onto a shirt and kids are like these are cool now it's like ironic it's like a dolphin with like a rainbow and like that's 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 cool it's fine but like it just looks like shit like there's no like aesthetically pleasing things on a name anymore which is like the selling points now which is really weird i mean you but, put travis scott's name on anything and it's gonna sell like hot fair, cakes fair um well we thought katie and i have we were gonna reach out to burger king and okay. we think that they're going to be very interested. This is Katie's idea, my girlfriend. Ang- ang- and ang- angry? Ang- angry? Angry Whopper? This is not – you would think it would be the Angry Whopper. <sighs> no, but we changed it up because we thought we need another rapper for Burger King. Because Burger King uh, – we want to support Burger King because yes. Burger King's the OG. They have the Nightmare Whopper. Yes, we're, the Nightmare Whopper. Hardcore Burger Kings. Yeah. So Katie thought of, of course, Chance the Whopper. Oh, God. Literally, God. But, but I don't think he'll do it because he cares about the community. <laughs> he doesn't care about anything but his wife. <laughs> anyway, so, okay, I think we're caught up on any of the news we might have missed. So uh, let's get into these uh, stories we got for you. Now, David, you know me. I love cannibals, mm-hmm. Japanese monsters, monsters that eat small animals and children over great distances, and many more things. But there's something that I find absolutely fascinating and horrific at the same time. And I'm talking torture. Mm. Actually, going to a museum of torture in San Diego, I actually did that. Um, I was awestruck at the depravity and the wickedness of the instrument. But I also could not help but to be impressed by the creativity as well. But of course, you know, more horrified than anything. And it's true. Like I did, I went to at Balboa Park in San Diego. They had the Museum of Torture and they had things in there like Iron Maidens. They had these things called like something horses uh, where they were like basically triangles and they, they sit you on top of it where you're sitting on top of the pointy part of the triangle and they put weights on either side of your feet. So like you slowly get pulled down and split in half and there's oh, giant yeah. saws and everything. And it's, it's crazy. And it was even crazier to think that like those might've been actually used on people. Oh yeah. I, I went, sure. I went to one in Prague. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they, their cleaning guys are great. I didn't see one, one speck of blood on there, but it's, it's crazy to think about like those, how many you know, that giant saw in the corner, how many people it killed. There's a guillotine in there too. It's fucking crazy. Um, But today I will be uh, taking you all to the Hall of Fame of torture as uh, we go to one of the most brutal torture chambers in history. And as you will find out, once you enter, there is no leaving alive. As we travel into Ashoka's Hell. So... Ashoka is the guy, and he's also known as Ashoka the Great or Ashoka the Righteous, and he was an Indian emperor of the uh, Maurya Maurya dynasty uh, who helped promote the spread of Buddhism across ancient Asia and is considered by many to be one of India's greatest emperors. So he, like in the history books, the main thing he is known for is like promoting Buddhism, spreading Buddhism, and he's like the Buddhist guy. Okay. He's the Buddhist king. But he was not as we're going to find out, he wasn't always known as like the Buddhist guy. He basically had like 
an epiphany and then changed his ways because he was like known as the worst ruler and the worst king before that. So I don't know if he got like a, a PR guy to be like, people don't like being cut in half. I, I you should, people love Buddhism though. You mm-hmm. should maybe check that out. We Nobody's mad at Bo- them. We could sell a lot of Buddhist merch. <laughs> so, so um, although Ashoka is known for his great power and even greater rule, he was not always seen as such. You see, the only uh, conv- he only converted to Buddhism after witnessing the mass the mass deaths of the Kali- uh, Kalinga War, which is a war in which he wait. What are you laughing at? You're doing dude? great, sweetie. Shut up. So. <laughs> He witnessed the mass the mass deaths of the Kalinga War, a war in which he waged in his desire for conquest, which resulted in 100,000 deaths and 150,000 deportations. And uh, before his peaceful transformation, he went by a very different name. He went by Ashoka the Cruel or Ashoka the Fierce. And he, uh, he very well lived up to the reputation. So... Um, Indian and Sri Lankan traditions tell of Ashoka being an extremely violent person in his early days of ruling, but the majority of the information about Ashoka comes from a book called the, um, uh, here we go again, Ashoka Vandana, Ashoka Vandana, which is a sacred uh, text written years after Ashoka's death that depicts the events in Ashoka's life using uh, biographical information and legend. So it's a little bit of a mix of both, which... You know, if you go back that far, there's always going to be legends slipping in there. There's no way around it. And um, as a young man, uh, legend says that Ashoka was so ugly that his father could not bear to look at him. And (laughs) how is that possible? We're all a little Ashoka, aren't we? I mean, my Uh, God. (laughs) That's got to be being dramatic, right? Yeah, well, that's that's the crazy thing where it's like how, like, he was a, here's what I don't get. A lot of, like, I'd say rich people now, not all of them, but a lot of them are pretty good-looking, right? So then they they meet other, like, or like they at least have, like, good-looking kids because if it's, like, an ugly, you know, fat guy and he's rich and he gets, like, a hot wife or something and then they have a baby and the baby's, like, you know, it kind of looks good because of the wife or something like that. These guys are royalty. You would think that they'd be, like, you know, getting the best-looking people out there, but he just came out all fucked up out of the easy bake oven apparently and no one everyone's like but hey that's a recipe for making an evil person right yeah so ugly that the the dad doesn't even like you um but he was also so evil apparently that when his father finally died he's he tricked his brother into his own death in order to usurp the throne so he's like oh dad died he's like hey go there's a nickel over there on the freeway and uh, of course you got you know laid out is that how but, he died uh, he got hit by a no, car on the freeway that's what the fuck are you talking about it was probably like a like a horse accident right how did everybody die back in the day uh horse accidents unstoppable diarrhea <laughs> that, that, that is actually one of them splinter it, it in just, the finger it just dropped out of you <laughs> so, so in this book 
They do not tell about the great. Uh, they do tell about the great deeds performed by Ashoka to spread Buddhism, but it also tells about his cruelty. So it tells about his later days, but more interestingly, it tells about his early days. In one such story, in his early days, uh, tells of the ministers who had helped him ascend the throne, which is like his posse, I'm guessing, you know, a bunch of fucking old dudes who are just like, oh, yeah, you're so smart, you're so smart. We're, we know the political you oh, know, yeah. field. We're going to navigate it for you. And they helped him get up to the throne. And uh, the moment he felt like uh, the ministers were treating him with contempt after his ascension, um, Ashoka became extremely angry. So uh, to test their loyalty, Ashoka gave uh, them the absurd order of cutting down every flower and fruit-bearing tree in the kingdom, which I don't even know why. It's kind of strange. Yeah. But his name is also, he's named after a tree. There's a tree called an Ashoka tree. So I think he was just like, I'm just going to give it. Yeah, so he's like, I'm just going to give them, like, the hardest task imaginable, and fuck it, here we go. And, uh, of course, when they ultimately failed to carry out this order, Ashoka personally cut off the heads of all of his 500 ministers. Oh, fuck. So He did the cutting himself? That's what I'm saying. That's a workout. What do you mean personally did it? Like, what? Like, uh, unless he's, unless he's just yanking a rope or something like that, but, like, have you ever tried to cut through (laughs) Cut through a man's neck? Yeah, it's hard, and you know. Unless you're, so you know, messy. Captain America. I've seen what he does to that piece of wood when he's like, oh, you know. God, don't even get me started right with that. <laughs> so, so another such another such story tells of one day during a stroll at the park, Ashoka and his concubines came across a beautiful Ashoka tree like we are talking about. Uh, the sight put him in a sensual mood. Ooh, nothing gets him horny like a fucking tree named after him. Oh, that bark. (laughs) Strip off some of that bark. But of course, his skin was probably the same same look as the bark of the tree because uh, the woman did not enjoy caressing his rough skin, apparently, after he became sensual. And uh, sometime later, when Ashoka fell asleep, uh, the resentful woman chopped the flowers and the branches off of the namesake tree. But after Ashoka woke up and realized what the woman had done to his favorite tree, he burnt 500 of his concubines uh, to death as punishment. So which, he's killed a thousand people now. Yeah, and th- that's the thing about the legend too, where it's like, did he have 500 concubines? No, probably not. Right? He probably didn't have 500 ministers either, because like. That's a lot of mouths to feed, right? Yeah, Maybe. you'd think so. That's, yeah, so, I mean, he probably killed a, a pr- one's enough, you know? It's a tree, man. Yeah, let's, Shit will grow back. Let's call it, let's call it three. <laughs> oh, three's too much. No, 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 saying? I'm saying three's a good number. Kill three concubines. Yeah. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> well, I guess you're... Better than Ashoka, but yeah. worse than most people. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the gardener's like, "Hey, man, uh, I accidentally like trimmed the wrong tree," and he's like, "Oh, that's fine. Can you come in here? Come in my house real quick. Here, have this lemonade. It's very bitter because of stuff I found under the sink. You can drink it all if you'd like." Um. So, although those stories are of course horrible, the thing he is most known for is Ashoka's hell. And the world's, uh, which is known as the world's most sadistic and evil torture chamber. 
So legend says that once Ashoka ascended to the crown, he realized that he needed to build a strong team to surround himself with. And the first he probably killed he killed his whole fucking team. <laughs> He's like, oh, 500. Oh, apparently also I read that he killed 99 of his own brothers. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You do not have 99 brothers. I don't know. You killed one. I don't know about the other 99, but um, he did it, apparently. He <laughs> liked to kill in great numbers. Um, so he needed a team, a strong team to surround himself with, and the first thing he felt like he needed to rule was an executioner. Ashoka sent his minions on a quest to find a vicious man to work as his official executioner, and after some searching, Ashoka's men found a suitable candidate by the name of Girika, a Magada village boy who boasted that he could execute the whole of Jambu Divipa. And if you think that sounds cocky, well, it is because Jambu Divipa is the island or continent of the terrestrial world as envisioned in the cosmologies cosmologies of buddhism so he's basically just like i could execute the entire world and they're like okay well can you execute we only need to execute about 99 brothers can you do that and he's like i can execute the entire we're not asking that can you execute 500 concubines yes yes i mean yeah he's done it yeah, which is fucking crazy because this he was young. This guy's like very young. Yeah, you got to get him young if you want to. If you want a good executioner, you gotta you gotta really taint him, fuck him up from the beginning, right? Yeah, but they also couldn't count back then, so who's to say how old they were? That's true. They were five rocks old. <laughs> oh no, that that's that's a number. See, they were rocks old. Yeah, one pile of go. rocks old. <laughs> you sure you're still saying one? Pile of rocks old. Pile rocks old. <laughs> now you're just taking out S's. Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you're like, pile rock old. Anyway. There you so, go. So it was said that uh, Girika was known in his village for constantly beating up other children. <laughs> and here's my favorite. Catching and killing ants, flies, mice, and fish. Which is not like literally... He's known in the village for that, but he's the exterminator. He's I'm like sorry. the good guy. You said ants and flies? And mice and fish. Okay, mice and fish, that's one thing. But who's going around going, holy shit, did you just kill an ant? Whoa. Well, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this kid's got something wrong thing. with him. He just he just killed an ant. So here's the other thing. Three of those things are considered like vermin or like nuisances. Pests. And yeah, pests. And the fourth one, the fish, is considered a food. Yeah. So all of them kind of need to die in order for, like, a village to be, like, somewhat clean yeah. and, like, fed. I see no problem. Right? Yeah, I don't even know why he's known for this. Unless, like, this is supposed to be, like, a good thing he's known for. But they partnered it up with fucking beating up children. Which, which to be could honest, be a good thing. <laughs> it could be a good thing. He's the truant officer. He's like, fucking are, kids? are you cutting class? You're gonna get a good old whopper to the head, and I am, and I ain't talking chance the whopper, baby. So I hate that um, so much. <laughs> why? It's good. Watch, watch Burger King come out swinging, dude. I hope so. Derek, do you want a milk Drake? <laughs> Drink our new milk Drake. Oh my god, it's 
So, uh, legend also says that Garika was so vicious that he killed his own parents when they voiced that he that they did not want him to become Ashoka's executioner, which is, I guess, all or nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so soon after, Garika was introduced to Ashoka, who soon appointed him as the official executioner of his empire. Damn, kind of killed the parents a little too early. He's like, yeah. I'm, I, they're like, we don't want you to become the executioner. He's like, I'm going to kill you and become the executioner. And then he got there and he's like, now I'll give you the job. But that would have sucked if he was like, I don't know. You're kind of young. Uh, no. <laughs> Bringing your parents to give you permission. And he's like, think about that. Okay. Um, I kind of treated them like the ants. <laughs> and I I'm, squashed them. Know, <laughs> I'm not talking about that really bad movie, Ants. No Z. Damn. Ants keep coming back. Was there a Z in that film title? Yes, okay. there was. Oof. Pretty bad. So, now he's official executioner of the Empire, and Garika only asked for one thing in return. A jail where he could hold his prisoners, and after some persuasion... So, he asked for a jail where he could hold his prisoners, so like basically a torture chamber. Well, it wasn't seen as that yet, but after some persuasion, Garika was able to get Ashoka to build him a prison that was based on... The suffering endured by people reborn in Buddhist hell. So this torture chamber quickly became known as Ashoka's Hell. So I think we kind of talked about a little bit in the 10 levels of hell for that theme park. Yeah. In the uh, Tiger Balm Park. Philippines. Yeah, Tiger Balm Park. Yeah. And they have like a walkthrough where you can see like the 10 layers of hell. Um, This was far before that so there were layers of hell but i think there were only five at the time and then maybe like five more got added and they got a little bit more creative okay so um we do know what horrible shit's coming and it's even more horrible to think that it was actually realized into a real thing and not just a theme park attraction made of horrible paper mache it's actually more haunting. The pa- the paper mache is far more haunting <laughs> than anything I could even dream of. So um, that interesting thing about Ashoka's Hell is that it was extremely beautiful from the outside, but absolutely horrific on the inside. And that's like what it was mostly known for, as it was like the most beautiful building in the city. And Ashoka asked Garika to disguise the torture chamber as a beautiful and enticing palace full of amenities such as exclusive baths and to decorate it with flowers, fruit trees, and many ornaments. Um, The palatial torture chamber was artificially designed to make people long to just look at it and even attract them to enter and was referred to as the beautiful gaul, which means jail beautiful jail so that's what everybody in the town knew it as but um you could only see it from the outside most people didn't see it from the inside and we will get into why that is so the jail was quite breathtaking no pun intended but ha 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 ha. (laughs) there, there was a pun intended i wrote that so but uh beneath the veneer of beauty inside the exclusive mansion Torture chambers were constructed, which were full of the most sadistic and cruel instruments of torture, including furnaces producing molten metal for pouring uh, onto prisoners and down their mouths. Did you say cool or cruel? 
I said cruel. Oh, okay. I guess it's kind of a cool instrument it's too, kind of cool. like a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so some of the other torture methods Garika and Ashoka dealt out come from the legends of how ones are punished in hell, like we discussed. These consist of driving red-hot irons through each uh, hand and foot, and then one into the stomach, um, so they're still alive. Um, pairing someone with axes, which means to trim. Pairing means to trim. So yeah. they're basically trimming somebody with an axe. Like Hanging their hair? Them... Yes. Okay. They had a haircut. Yeah, with an axe. I mean, that does sound shitty. Oh, it's a bad haircut. Oh, you're going to wish you were dead. It's picture day tomorrow. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, so they're just probably, like, lopping off fingers and hands and, like, you know, working their way outwards and going in. Yeah. Um, another thing they did was hanging them upside down and beating them with hammers. <laughs> <laughs> that one's nice they're and like, subtle. They're like hammers slash axes. They're kind of – I had to actually, like, find, like, the actual book and, like, try to decipher, like, a lot of the tools were called, like, you know, things I've never heard of. So I had to, like, yeah. Google what they were, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, another one was hooking them, hooking them up to a chariot and dragging them across fiery, glowing, blazing coals and then hanging them upside down and boiling them alive inside of a blazing, glowing metal cauldron. Fuck. So they kind of, they kind of hit. I like the diversity of it all. Yeah, you know? I mean it's a nice little mix up. Yeah, I would have maybe put the the fire hot pokers. The hands are fine. Once you go into the stomach, though, like I don't think that guy's gonna be around much longer to to deal with the rest of that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, but gotta, good, that's it, gotta be saved for last. Yeah, but no, I kind of like the the boil as the last one because then you got a nice stew going, right? Throw a couple Baby, carrots you got in a there. Stew going. So, you know, it's easy disposal, too, because then you just go get the guys to go dump it into the gutter, and some guy's like, oh, someone's been dumping stuff in the gutter, and it stinks. <laughs> Is that a femur? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what a taste, God. So, um, obviously, much more went down in the chamber, but those were the classics, apparently. Those were, like, you know, the the standard. that They had a chart on the wall that said, like, if, if you're not creative today, here's here's one of the five. Yeah. So Ashoka actually even made a pact with Garika that he would never allow anyone who entered the palace to exit alive, including Ashoka himself. Oh, That's shit. what I meant when they're like, you nobody saw the inside because if you walked in, what about people build it? Well, they well, died in there. <laughs> <laughs> they all killed themselves after. No, Greco wasn't in there. The, okay, you're gonna find out a weird loophole, and I don't even know what the loophole is. I tried to figure it out, no, but right. it's very confusing. But we'll get into that a little bit later. But I'm guessing Greco just wasn't there to to enforce the builders to stay and die. You know, it's like, dude, we just built this for you. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. You get paid in hammer hits. Now hang upside down. I gotta hit you with this hammer, boy. It's like golf, so, though. The more, the less. Oh, or I okay. guess the less the more. Yeah, I don't know what that meant when you said that. But... <laughs> now do you anyway. get it? <laughs> yeah, golf is like hammer hits. Cool. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess that's what they call them irons. Exactly. So, Full circle. So, uh, the torture chamber was so terrifying that Emperor Ashoka was thought to have visited hell so that he could perfect its evil design. That's what everybody, like, word on the street was. 
And after years and years of torture and killing, a Buddhist monk, here's where it gets fucking crazy. So, like oh, I said. Oh, here's where it gets crazy, huh? Yeah. Well, it gets even crazier. You now nothing we're going to Harry Potter shit. So, after years and years of torture and killing, a Buddhist monk by the name of Samur... Sam... Sam Samudra 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 <laughs> a Buddhist monk by the name of Samudra happened to visit the palace and upon entering he was informed by Garika that he would be tortured to death. So I don't know if he was there to be tortured to death or like you said he walked in and he's like dude you're in the wrong room. He's like, I'll leave. And he's like, no, you can't leave. I'm oh, kill you. no, you won't. Oh, ho, 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 ho. we got a policy here, baby. And it shoes off at the front door. And guess what? You didn't do it. So now <laughs> I'm going to fucking stick a nail through your eye. So, <laughs> so um, like I said, uh, he was now to be tortured to death and was subsequently led into the torture chamber. His torturers, however, failed to injure him, and he appeared able to neutralize their torture methods by realizing that the suffering of the other prisoners is part of the Buddhist dogma of suffering and attaining nirvana. I don't really know exactly what that means. Yeah, you confused I, me. So I think what they were trying to say is that he was a Buddhist monk, and when he went in there, he was probably scared, but then he realized that like uh, torture is like uh suffering is you know oh, if if you suffer that's how you can contain uh, attain nirvana like um i read siddhartha a long time ago which is obviously you know the buddha siddhartha gautama and there's parts about like wearing thorns and walking on thorns and you know people um e- e- that famous image of the buddhist monk who set to set himself on fire self immolation oh, yeah. uh to show that like suffering uh, is part of life, and if you can withstand that suffering, then you can, can uh, attain nirvana, I believe. Yeah. And I don't know exactly, because I'm not an expert, but, you know, I don't want to step on any toes here or, you know, pair them off with an axe, but yeah. that's what I think. So it is said that Samudra, while tortured in a cauldron full of boiling water, human blood, bone marrow, and excrement, Ooh, that sounds Ooh. so good. Add Delicious. a couple garlic cloves. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Th- throw a bouillon cube in there. Oh. So, <laughs> um, but he caused the contents of the cauldron to cool down and then sat meditating cross-legged on a lotus sprouting from the fluid. So basically, he was so zen that he was able to cool the water with his body temperature and then a lotus sprouted up out of the shit and bone marrow and blood and boiling water and then he sat on a lotus leaf above the water that was coming out of the cauldron. Crazy shit, right? That's wild. So when when Ashoka heard of these miracles, he was overcome with curiosity and decided to enter the chamber to verify for himself uh, the, the veracity of the story. After arriving there, he witnessed Samudra levitating with half his body on fire and the other half raining water. What the fuck? He's like some crazy ass Pokemon. What was he's like? You said it was rain and what? Fire? He, half his body was on fire and the other half was uh, raining water. 
Oh, they, they don't got no um, fire water Pokemon. He's like, I am World Industries. <laughs> remember that shit? No. You remember World Industries? It was like the skating company had like the Flame Boy, the oh, little water droplet. Yeah, yes. those were awesome. What I wonder those if are fucking they probably cool. went under or something. I haven't seen much of them lately. Yeah, the CEO, Samadra, uh, he hasn't been seen in a while, actually. <laughs> probably <laughs> sprouted a lotus leaf to heaven. Nirvana. Yeah. So, intrigued, he asked Sumadra to identify himself, and Sumadra replied that he was a disciple of Buddha and uh, adherent to the Dharma. And uh, Sumadra then chastised Ashoka for having built the torture chamber and further instructed him to build 84,000 stupas, according to Buddha's prophecy, and to guarantee the security of all beings. So he basically just like, like I'm, I'm a you know disciple, and I was told to tell you to build eighty four thousand, basically like churches, mosques. Uh, yeah. I don't know exactly what a stupa is, but it's a place for religious purposes. It, yeah, it's a re- it's a religious thing. I like I know the name, I just can't I, think of what it is. I've seen the pictures and stuff like that of like what they look like, but I I didn't look up their significance. But yeah. I assume it's like a church. Um, and to those demands, Ashoka acquiesced. And uh, further, he confessed to his crimes and accepted Buddha and the Dharma. So basically, that guy was able to convince him to quit his evil ways and uh, join Buddhism, which is wild. Good for him. He should have been selling used cars. Exactly. You don't need anything in the 2010s and above. This 96 (laughs) Toyota is fucking amazing. Look in the backseat. Yeah, it might be full of bone marrow and excrement and boiling blood, but guess what? I also threw a little lotus petal back there for you. You can sit on that anytime you want. Now let's talk about the gas mileage. (laughs) So so there was a problem, though, David. What was the problem, though? Um, he, he, he couldn't be violent or as horny as he wanted to be as a Buddhist. <laughs> that probably was a problem. Yeah. But when the disciple tells you, you got to do it, you got to do it. No, the problem was Ashoka had now entered the chamber. And due to the agreement with Garika, anyone entering the chamber must die. He got bamboozled. I know. It's by like, his own it's shit. Like a, it's like a fucking vampire thing where they're like, you have to let me in. They're yeah. Like, uh, I'm not going to let you in. And he's like, I'm here to fix your cable box. <laughs> he's like, well, I need my cable box fixed. <laughs> so. Wait, it's broken? Oh, shit. Yeah, you better come in. <laughs> so when Garika confronted him about their pledge, which is like so fucking lame, like, right? Like, it's it's very similar to like weird, like some gang cultures where like, oh, I don't want to get I don't want a gang after me or anything oh, like that. Oh, you're but calling like, all gangs stupid. No, like, <laughs> no, like the color thing where, like, I get colors mean, like, that's your gang. But there's, like, tags or, like, spray painting and colors where, like, if you don't wear that right color, like, I can, like, some guy, I was walking through my neighborhood and I was wearing a red shirt. And some guy yelled at me I shouldn't be wearing that red shirt. And then he, like, peeled off. And I was like, imagine if I got killed because I wore a red shirt. <laughs> No gang would accept me ever. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I you're the perfect you, hitman. No one would see it coming. I guess you're right, and I know all the torture methods. <laughs> but but here's the thing: like, 
it's such like a stupid pact where it's like, you said that if you came in here, I could kill you. And he's like, I hired you, motherfucker. And he's like, well, deal's the deal. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe he should be. Maybe Garika should be the used car salesman. He's like, yeah. deal's the deal, man. You got, you bought the car. You, you took it off, off the lot, lot, buddy. Exactly. He's like, it was a test drive. <laughs> so um, so he confronted him about the pledge. And Ashoka, Ashoka, this is where I don't understand how he flipped the script on him. But Ashoka quickly questioned Garika as to who entered the torture palace first during their visit to see Samudra's miracle. And Garika was then forced to admit that he, that it was he who had entered first. And upon, uh, upon the executioner's confession, Ashoka ordered him burnt alive and was, uh, and ordered the demolition of the torture palace. So basically he was Ashoka, uh, Garika's like, yo, you came in here and you said I could kill you if you ever come in here. And he, and then Ashoka's like, well, who came in here first? And then Garika's like, I did. And he's like, ha ha you have to die now. And he's like, how does that work? I don't know. And he's like, too bad. I'm the fucking king. You're burnt alive, bitch. Yeah, you don't get to say it. My way or the highway, buckaroo. My way or the long stretcher thingy that snaps your bones and makes you real tall for a second before it splits you. We call that the body highway. <laughs> so, so I just don't get like how he – Garika must have been a man of brawn and not a man of brain because it seems like kind of like a fucking, you know, uh, troll Monty Python under the bridge yeah. where he gets launched off the bridge or some shit like that where it doesn't really make sense. But So there are no remnants – to wrap this up, there are no remnants of the chamber to this day, but many scripts have claimed to see it uh, – Many scripts have claimed to see it from a distance or heard of it from others. Um, and Ashoka on his deathbed had nothing left but a half piece of fruit <laughs> because he had donated all of his wealth to build the stupas. And uh, he actually gave the rest of uh, he gave the rest of the money to like Buddhist causes. Um, but he had to build like, you know, over 89,000 stupas. Like, of course, he had no money. And then he gave the rest to the Buddhist. And he even donated the half piece of fruit in his dying hours, which is like, uh, dude, no one's going to eat that shit. <laughs> take, dude, take, take half your, of my peach. Take it. Dude, take your, take your crumply, wrinkly plum and, and throw it in your fucking excrement stew. No one wants it. <laughs> So, um, so he gave his, his half plum away at his, at his dying hour. And, uh, when he finally died, he was, uh, cremated. And the legend says that he burned for seven days and seven nights. I don't know if he's like a menorah, but like, apparently he's got some shit going on, <laughs> but that's uh, not offensive. Is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, we will. So, um, so no one knows if Ashoka was sent to heaven, hell, Nirvana, or reincarnated as a pair of Alex Jones' dirty underwear. Ooh. But we do know that he left a legacy behind we can all agree is absolutely horrifying. But also sometimes nice. You know, he did the whole Buddhist thing. Yeah. But, God, that that first run, dude, whew, you really fucked yourself over with that. The history books don't erase that shit. Yep. All right, Toby, let's talk about our favorite long-distance related species, monkeys. Uh, oh. And no, I'm not talking about the shitty wannabe Beatles monkeys, but the glorious 
wildly overpowered, dump slinging, howling boys. I liked that show growing up. I used to wake up at like 4 a.m. and watch that. The what show? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people say, we monkey around. You know that one? That was a show? Yeah. It was a band and they got like a show because like they were featured on like the Brady Bunch a lot or some shit. Dude, you have so much to learn. I thought you knew about monkeys. Uh, the, the I did singers, not know they had a show. Were they, they on Scooby-Doo? They might have been. The lead singer's name that is Davy kind of Jones. And I was the? Thinking, no, the not, Davy Jones? Not the one with the locker. Not Davy Jones' oh. locker, but you know. Okay. But tell me about these monkeys. So uh, in 2005, researchers sequenced a chimpanzee's geome to find that they share 99% of us human DNA, which would make them share 49.5 DNA with who? Sasquatch? Lizard people. God damn lizard people. You're right. You're right. (sighs) Gotta hate them. (laughs) Is that why I like bananas so much and also flies? Yes. Okay. Just make it and sure. and slinging dumpers, Oof. dude. Waffle stomping. I saw a guy get hit in the chest with a dump at a zoo one time. Have you ever seen that video of the old woman who gets hit in the face with the dump? Yeah, she's in like a wheelchair, right? Yeah, and the Hilarious. dump's sitting on her nose, <laughs> and it's like it's like extended out really sharp, like a witch nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. She was she was so old to the point that she just thought it was funny because she just doesn't care anymore. She's like, did I do this to myself again? <laughs> She reminds me of the grandma from Squidbillies or some shit oh like that. Oh, my God. So, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, this shit bomb. So, now, obviously, we are both men of science. So, I will start this off with uh, pointing out the obvious before someone tries to climb up all in our asses. Um, because a huge, you know, a huge thing is that we know chimpanzees are not monkeys. But they are apes. Monkeys and the easiest way. The easiest way to determine the difference between a monkey and an ape is a monkey has a tail where an ape does not. Okay, David, if you're going to set me up and literally call me a man of science as you are and then get mad at me for I know. stealing your science fact. It's just big brain guy thing. You, you can't help it. <laughs> I googled monkey tails all day and uh it's a a lot of my books that are uh the pages are made of thick cardboard and yeah they have have, uh, different textures in them and they make noises sometimes so i read i read a lot i'm a heavy reader heavy (laughs) like the colors the pictures i mean i get people can't sit down read a book but i can look at that i can look at those pictures all day sometimes at the end there's a mirror Because you're the monkey. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is science. Um, obviously, this is science that, uh, you know, monkeys have tails, apes do not. But I'm crinkling that paper up and throwing a smooth Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hookshot into the trash because I'm calling all these fuckers monkeys today. Oh, okay, okay. We're so breaking talk some ab- rules. Yeah, so let's talk about some incredible monkey moments, shall we? Okay, okay. So uh, I start this off with a great one, and uh, this was actually the story I found that prompted an episode of Little Ones About Monkeys, because this story is an incredible story that is just, it's just too short to make a full episode out of. 
Uh, I mean, I guess I could have, but it would have been 99% really, really boring. <laughs> um, and it would be a goddamn crime to to drag this great story into something so boring. Mm-hmm. So Raven, sick name, by the way. Wait, uh, like Simone? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, that's so? Middle name Raven, last name Simone? Yes. Or <laughs> the one from Teen Titans? Oh, she's good, too. Yeah. She's the broody one. And adult titans. No, they never grew up. Don't <laughs> don't ruin that show. So, yeah, Raven, very cool name. A six-year-old chimpanzee became the 22nd most successful money manager in the USA after shooting her stocks Uh by uh, by throwing darts at a list of 133 internet companies. This is fucked up. <laughs> That's so fucked up. The the chimpanzee Raven created her own index dubbed Monkey Dex in 1999 and uh, delivered a 213% gain, outperforming more than 6,000 professional brokers on Wall Street. Okay, I'm calling uh, like I'm just mad right now because basically the the key to good investing is invest with somebody else's money because this monkey did not have any money. You so don't know there that. Was, there was no risk involved. All rewards, as in she liked throwing darts. That was. I mean, you can't you can't say she had money with with a hundred percent certainty. Okay, you're you're right. You're right. But she no, had I mean, backers. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you do if you're one of these 6,000, quote-unquote, professional brokers who got beat out by a six-year-old monkey uh, with a dart? Yeah, I'd be like, kind of mad. Quit, quit your job? <laughs> well, I'd be way more mad if the monkey, like, if they're like, this monkey actually read this book and then, like, intelligently <laughs> invested in this company, then I'd be upset. I'm not upset about the fucking monkey dart unless all three darts hit, like, Banana Company or something like that. Then I'd be <laughs> like, whoa. start screaming and throwing her hands around. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That monkey hit <laughs> Banana Company three times in a row. It, I'm like, oh, shit, honey. The, the monkey invested all of her money in banana-flavored Laffy Taffy. We're fucking ruined. <laughs> We're fucking ruined. <laughs> Uh, so you ready for this next story? Yeah. Oh, because it's a horny one. <laughs> okay. But don't worry. You know, we have 99% of the same DNA, so it's not weird. You're weird. No, it's because they're not wearing clothes. We have clothes. If we didn't have clothes on, we'd be as horny as the monkeys. That's true. Right? So um, I, I don't a have... big red ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean if? If people could see my big red ass, then I would be... <laughs> I would have be... all the confidence in the world. <laughs> Anyways. So I don't have like a specific year for this one, but I believe it was recent. And uh, two California gorilla handlers claimed that they were fired because they refused to expose their breast to a 300-pound gorilla. <laughs> First off, I like how they say they're two gorilla handlers. Bitch, yep. gorillas handle us. <laughs> we don't handle gorillas. We hope that they let us somewhat Live. handle them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the two handlers were responsible for uh, the gorilla at the uh, Gorilla Foundation and uh, were supposedly pressured into giving into the gorilla's nipple fetish by flashing the ape. Oh, 
my god wait <laughs> I, I, I mean like I've, I've heard of workplace sexual harassment before which is not something to joke about but i've never heard it coming from a, a damn dirty ape and well, that's what's funny it's also it's also great just because that that gorilla he knows what's up because every man and gorilla knows that the nipple's the only part that really counts. You know, and it, it crosses over too. Yeah, that's well, fair game for the monkeys to get all excited about. Because like you know, it's weird. Like you know, you go to these festivals. I don't go to any festivals, but people go to these <laughs> festivals and stuff like that where they got the tassels, they got the nipple tassels on, and then everyone's just kind of like, "Oh yeah, she's wearing nipple tassels." If you take those nipple tassels off, you become the most popular person at the at the concert. It's so true. That's proof right there that you know it's all about the nipple. It's all about the nipple. It's all about the nipple. So, uh, I don't um, know about you. I would say I have a fetish, though. <laughs> like this damn dirty ape. <laughs> so, I don't know about you, but I'm sick of this term, cat burglars. I'm sure you, being a father of two cats, would agree it's just outdated and disgusting. I kind of feel like cats are outdated and disgusting now because my kitten just tried to jump up on the counter and eat a fucking chocolate ball. So, it's like, you know what? I don't really trust them anymore. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> my question is... A, this is a two-parter. Um, are cats deadly allergic to chocolate like dogs? You know what? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think that they're not supposed to eat it, but she she luckily turned around. I thought I was going to have to drop the mic in the middle of the show and go wrangle a cat real quick. I'm a cat handler. Uh, and, and guess what? Them got six nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Can you or milk eight. me, is Fokker? Is Can you milk me? <laughs> is it, is it uh, six or eight, though. I don't. I'm a man of science. I gotta get my nipple man. My nipple I believe man it's facts, six. right? Okay, it's six. Uh, Should we go find out? I was gonna. I'm, I was about to do B, and then I realized that I should probably make a note that there is a thunderstorm outside in case there is any weird sounds coming from my end. Um, it's not so, my nipple dealer. It's not my nipple dealer knocking on the garage door. Um, <laughs> and then B. My second question to this one is. Um, why do you have a ball of chocolate on your counter? What oh, is a K- ball of chocolate? Katie, uh... You, you just taking your sweaty palms and rolling up a Hershey kiss? <laughs> it's kind of. We're, we're, we're deciding to make... <laughs> we decided to make Buckeyes tonight. Well, actually, Katie surprised me. I'd never had Buckeyes. I think I might have had Buckeyes, but it just... it's like I don't know butter. what that is. It's peanut butter and powdered sugar, and like they're dipped in chocolate. I think they make them a lot in like Ohio. That's why they call them Buckeyes, you know? I thought Midwest that was a thing, nut. baby. Oh, it's also a nut, I think. I thought that was a big old nut that danced around at football games <laughs> with his little red hat. Yeah, that's, that's it. That, that happy little it. face. But, but no, the cat is trying to eat peanut butter and chocolate, and I don't trust that cat no more. You better oh, I, eat that thing down the stairs. I'm about so, to. <laughs> a, uh, a London man... Uh, well, I'm looking a for London a better man, a London man, <laughs> that was a little loud. I'm sorry. I got excited. Um, well, uh, I'm looking for a better word than shocked, but he was shocked to return home to find an uninvited guest, a big old unit of a chimpanzee had broken into his home through a window no. and was making a run for it with the man's cell phone. Which I'm confused. Why is this guy leaving the house without a cell phone? That's just irresponsible. <laughs> that is kind of crazy, though, if you think about it. It's like, what the fuck? How many? Se- that's his. That's his burner. This guy's. Yeah. 
This guy's the nipple dealer, I'm guessing. This, this 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 chimpanzee is a drug buster. That's crazy, though. Like, imagine walking into your apartment and there's a chimpanzee. Because, like, most people, they think of chimpanzees and they go, oh, I've seen them on TV. They're cute. They have human-like characteristics. I saw one, do, like, react to a magic trick and then fall back laughing. Ha, 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 ha. But then you also forget about the stories where they literally rip a woman's jaw off and yeah. then grab a man's penis and, like, tie it into a fucking balloon. And you're I'm like, not sure. oh, my God. I'm not sure. I feel like maybe one of my stories or – Actually, I think it was a story I was going to do, but I think in it, it said, like, a chimpanzee has the strength of, like, five men. Like, five yeah. full-grown men. Yeah, that's supposed to be, like, the statistic or whatever. but like, Which is I impossible mean, to measure, but... Yeah, because, like, five of me is, like, one normal man. Yes. And then... <laughs> and then five of you is, like, one me. Twenty-five? <laughs> <25? laughs> we need, we Quick need, math. We need... 15 to 25 Davids to lift this dustpan right now. <laughs> Whoa, I just saw a flash of lightning behind you. There is a Did you actually? Going. Yeah, through the garage door. David uh, lives in the garage now. I do. <laughs> it ain't bad. The spiders taste good. Oh, that was a big thunderstrike. I think I heard that. Old jeepers. Well, this is going to add to spook. Even though this is more of a funny story, let's pretend I'm doing a real spooky one. <laughs> it's raining chimps, baby. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, uh, back to the story. I mean, like, come on, guy. The monkey has a very important call to make. So just let him have the phone. Like, don't make a big deal about it, right? <laughs> He's going to call his lawyer. <laughs> I don't know why. Jeremy, that. it's me. Yeah, it's it's Steve. What, how am I calling you? Hey, I broke out. He's like, he's like Where, what, what do I do? He's like, I, he's like, I need the fucking phone. He answers. He's like, sell all the stock and banana company. It's going down right now. <laughs> sell it. Clean out the house. Sell it all. Was that, was that the same monkey? Yeah, it was Raven. <laughs> um, so afraid of getting in a tussle with the big like old monkey. I feel like the monkey dresses in leather. <laughs> Raven yeah. has a nice little cowboy hat well, with some silver buckles. Well, I was thinking more dominatrix thing, but yeah, sure. Oh. Let's go cowboy. I was thinking like leather trench coat. Oh, like a duster. Yeah. That's a cool monkey. No, that, but that monkey's name is buck. <laughs> That's Raven's boy toy. Buck, buck naked, <laughs> but he's not. Because he's wearing a duster. <laughs> so, so afraid of getting into a tussle with a big old ape, which was smart. Yeah. Um, they can tear you in half like we've talked about. The man didn't try to get the phone back. But believe it or not, after this whole ordeal, the police discovered that this monkey had also broken into at least one other home in the area. Maybe more without the owners realizing. But I just really want to know who he's trying to call, though. It must have been important. Wait, did he take a phone from the other house, too? I don't, I don't think he could find his cell phone. He didn't want a landline. He wanted to be on the move. Do you think somebody broke into the first house and they were afraid they were going to get caught and then they just like broke into the second house and then left a chimp in there and they're like, now they think the chimp did it. That's that's like a classic burglar Cla- move. That's a, yeah. so easy to do. If you guys want to learn from us, we have, a, we have a TED Talk on burglaries later. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's a oh, master yeah. class. Yeah, you got to pay big bucks, but man, you're going to make it back in one break-in. In one cell phone, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna pull off one smash and grab, and you're gonna be set. Hell yeah! Uh, now, Tobin and listeners, I know one horny monkey story wasn't enough to f- just feed you up, huh? 
I need more nipples. <laughs> so I found another one. And uh, in an online article found deep in the reaches of horny monkey space, <laughs> a man wrote an article about his mother and one horny monkey. Oh, my God. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, the author's mother. Let's call her Debra. Is this on? Is this on one of those? Uh, one of those fantasy sites where people just like, like they describe fake sexual encounters they've dealt with. <laughs> I got but, it off the bookshelf at Albertsons. It had a big old buff monkey on the front, a blonde lady hanging off his muscles. Was it Buck? It was Buck. <laughs> Okay, please so, continue. Uh, I'm eager to learn. Yeah, so this is about the author's mother. Let's call her Debra. Uh, she worked at the Denver Zoo, where she earned a very special and not-so-secret admirer, Bungie, the spider monkey. Ooh, okay. I like that name. That's a good one. Yeah, Bungie was uh, close with many of the zookeepers, but Debra was different. Boy, that thunder is really getting loud. I wonder if you can hear that. Yeah, I can. Uh, hear it. it became very clear to Debra and the other keepers that Debra was the source for Bungie's constant and raging monkey boners. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Anytime Debra would be near, his little dinky would snap into place so fast it would send him hurtling at the closest wall, sometimes the ceiling. Like a mousetrap going off. You fly into a wall, he had a boner so hard? So fast, it just snapped right up like a mousetrap. <laughs> Sent that monkey hurtling. I turned into a trebuchet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So eventually the monkey, Bungie, would uh, move to a different part of the zoo that Deborah didn't visit very frequently. Oh, no. But when she did, the spider monkey, Bungie would uh, stick its long, lanky-ass arms in the air and run towards her like he was looking for a jousting match. So here's... (laughs) 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 So, so... (laughs) You nasty son of a bitch. I'll paint a picture for you. Yep. But here's my question, and this is strictly as a man of science. Yes. But you got a picture of Deborah? (laughs) From uh from there in the article it said that um I believe it said she was a redhead. Oh. Okay. Um, but I believe that was basically the only description of her was that she was a redhead. That was enough. I get I'll it, Bungie. It. Oh, I I'll... get it, Bungie. Bungie has a type. You yeah, because play, you know you can't hold that against him. Because he he wants what he can't have. There's probably some blonde monkeys out there. There's probably some brunette monkeys, some black-haired monkeys. But you rarely see a red-haired monkey out in the wild. So you gotta keep him away from those orangutans. Yeah. Oh damn! I heard that. Yeah, dog. dude, it's shaking the house at this point. Fuck Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Should check the weather forecast before we started. <laughs> It's supposed to be a spooky podcast, but we're talking about monkey boners, so it's like, whatever. We're off the rails anyway, man. Let's just keep going. <laughs> we're here to scare you, but I'm the one that's got shivers up my spine. I'm scared so, of I'm scared of how much I fucking like these stories. So, like, you know, horny monkeys are cool, right? Yes. Well, I got something that's even cooler. Monkey with sunglasses? Well, you know, it's cooler than a horny monkey, and no, it's not sunglasses. 
uh, top hat. A smoking monkey baby. Oh shit! Was it you got cigarettes or a pipe like Gandalf? Oh, we'll get to it. Charlie, <laughs> a chimpanzee in a South African zoo, fell into the nasty habit that humans on all walks of life can acquire easily, and that's the craving for the sweet, sweet nicotine. Ooh, that tobacco. Charlie, uh, Charlie's habit developed as he watched zoo visitors after zoo visitors chain smoke those little Siggy boys, and the rest was history. This must have been like 70s, 80s, because you can't smoke in a zoo now. Trust me, I've tried. It's South Africa, though, so I don't know about what it's like over there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. One time I dropped a, uh, my buddy dropped tuna into a, um, <laughs> he's eating a shark tuna. tank. No, he's eating tuna sandwich at a zoo, and he dropped it into the gibbon exhibit. And the and the gibbons are not the gibbons. <laughs> they had to shut that zoo down. <laughs> no, no, not the gibbons. The baboon, and they're fucking scary, dude. The ma- yeah. uh, mandrel, the mandrel, I believe they're called. They're the they're ones with like big the, fuckers. Oh yeah, they have like, like really the blue big faces. Sh- yeah, red asses, big ass fangs, blue faces, and he dropped a little bit because he was eating it, and it, like a tiny little speck like fell over, and the. Mandrill walked over and picked up the piece of tuna and smelt it and then like put it back down and like looked up at us and I was like, "Oh wow!" They don't. So I am a man of science. Mandrills don't like tuna. Cover yourself in tuna paste if you get <laughs> run into a couple mandrills. I will say though, um, keep those, tuna paste on me. <laughs> I kind of feel like the mandrills, uh, which is this is a bad statement, but I feel like mandrills are the monkeys I'm most afraid of. Oh, for sure, dude. Those fangs I mean, alone. I know they are bigger and stronger monkeys and apes but like for some reason they, they seem like wolves that can climb trees like lightning well yeah i was about to say because they move in a scary way their fangs are a scary way they look a scary way their asses are gross like gorillas if you've seen a gorilla run it's kind of funny a little bit like it's kind of cool a, i can course, i can smile before my death on that one yeah and, and you know what? i'd rather die from from blunt <laughs> blunt force trauma any day <laughs> Like a gorilla would give me than like being torn apart by fangs. Like, you know what I mean? Am I the well, only I mean, one? But yeah, I mean, once a mandrel eats it, you know where you're going, right? Mm. You got to dribble right out of that big old red butt. Oh, I am. I mean, that's the way to go, though. <laughs> Sweet. Red butt for red butt. It's it's a man after my own heart. I'm the, I'm the red butt king. and Basically uh, cannibalism I, I'd be at that point. Yeah, I'd be honored. Whoa! I hope these are getting picked up on. If if these thunderstorms aren't getting picked up on your mic, then I'm then where you sound fucking stupid. We're gonna sound so stupid. I'm almost worried I'm gonna lose power. Um, so uh, <laughs> back to what I was saying was, you know, so uh, the red, you know, I said okay, lost my place. <laughs> oh, re- I'm not the only one, motherfucker. I lost my place after we talked for 10 minutes. So the rest was history because, as they say, monkey CC, monkey doo doo. Oh. And uh, after making an obviously, uh, making an obvious ask for a cig, a visitor tossed a lit cigarette into the cage and Charlie snatched that shit up like the wishbone on Thanksgiving dinner. And <laughs> soon everybody knew about Charlie the smoking chimp. And people would come far and wide to toss and toss this monkey their lit cigarette, and uh, that was until a lit cigarette hit a stack of dry hay, and thirteen chimpanzees died in horrific <gasps> zoo fire. No, are you serious? Nah, I'm kidding. Ah, oh. that didn't happen. But 
did I get Thank you guys? God. Did I get you guys for a second? I know I got you. You got me? That's fucked up. I actually thought they died. I let that be a lesson. A, don't Smoking throw kills. lit Smoking cigarettes kills. because that shit can destroy anything. B, don't give monkeys things that are on fire no matter how amusing it is. And C, never, and I mean never, believe a word I say. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not here to like teach anybody or, or, or critique anybody on their lifestyle or their hobbies or their things that they like to do. But I want everybody out there to know who smokes cigarettes that cigarettes kill monkeys. They do. They take monkey lives. It's, it's factual. Okay I want, said it. It's okay if you want to take your own life, but think about the monkeys, guys. <laughs> think about the monkeys. All right. I'm going to end this one. I'm going to end it with this one because it's explosive. A monkey blew up. Is that misleading? Does a monkey blow up? I don't know. Does it? You tell me. I don't know. I said I said explosive like that. What what am I what am I gonna say? Something about Donkey Kong or some shit. Will you believe? Will you believe it? Will you believe the story? I well, you should I... because it's real. <laughs> okay. Let's and hear what you got. An Arizona SWAT team uh, debated back in 2005 to recruit a new member of their SWAT team who looked hilarious in a SWAT uniform and even funnier shooting a gun. This SWAT team's uh, new target was a big old three-pound Campuchin Campuchin monkey. I believe it's the type of monkey they had on Friends, like those in cl- like Ace Ventura. Oh yeah, and like yeah, little black and like- white kind of ones. In the jungle. I feel like they're the most tameable song. ones, the ones that are in every movie and show. Well, they're yeah, they're very, they're like the actor monkeys they for are. sure. And plus, they're like tiny enough. They're like a house cat. So like, if if things get really out of hand, you could just like you know, eat that thing out of windows. Yeah, or something bury, like bury that. its face in its puddle of piss. Yeah, exactly. I do that. That was things. that was a joke that did that didn't get any laughs. <laughs> Hey, I'm not above it. If if, if a chum, what's it called? A chumanchachin? Yeah. A capuchin? A capuchin. If a, chum, if a chumanchachin pisses in my bed, best believe it's getting a face full. <laughs> so the SWAT officer's plan was to dress this pint-sized uh, little guy in a specialized vest equipped with a camera and a remotely detonated brick of C4, a highly explosive weapon. Yo, shut the fuck up. Okay, I said it was true, but that was a lie. <laughs> the C4 like, part was a lie. They okay. did intend on having uh, the tiny monkey equipped with a camera to rummage through buildings to collect intel before a raid. Okay, okay. I mean, but it's still so funny to think like that might have been a discussion. Like, should we put C4 on it? And someone's like, <laughs> what if it kind of gets a... compromised? <laughs> what if it gets stuck in the... In the burglar's pants. <laughs> we need an out for that monkey. <laughs> but, yeah. That, I mean, that's as much information I can find. I'm assuming that did not happen. Or if it did happen, that's the most successful swap monkey ever that no one's heard of because it's so damn good. I think so. I mean, it's um, got But that is kind of smart. I mean, it's not like... I don't know how sneaky these monkeys are, but, like... It's inventive, yeah. But they're also like a SWAT team, so it's like the second they if, scream. If, if if like I'm in a bank and there's like robbers like with you know guns pointed at my head, and all of a sudden they're like, 
we'll kill anybody if they come in here. And then a monkey wanders in. They're like, that was it. And then they just shoot everybody. <laughs> I'm going to be really fucking mad that they sent a monkey in and got me killed. Yeah. I know so. I said that was the last one, but I almost forgot this one. Uh, yeah. A monkey once outsold Warhol in an art auction. Suck it, Andy. Um, so yeah that's the end of my uh, little bit here this week and i will leave you with this little bit of advice and that is don't throw cigarettes at monkeys wild or captive especially when they have c4 strapped to them and they're a bunch they're around a bunch of dry hay because that's as far as i'm aware that's all it zoos are is just a bunch of dry hay and animals a bunch of dry hay Except for the polar bear exhibit. No, there's dry hay in there, too. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. They just want to make sure those polar bears know that they are not in their native uh, (laughs) land. Your land dried up. Your land melted a long time ago (laughs) because we're assholes. Um, Well, thank you, David. That was a fascinating, not a story, a bunch of stories, really. I mean, I don't know who could complain about getting that much fun information in one sitting. So many monkeys, so little time. I know. But... We're glad we're glad that you guys uh, tuned in and spent your little time with us, and uh, we love telling you these stories and we love it when you listen. So uh, I think that wraps it up for today. If you guys want any more information, you could go to. Uh, we don't have the website up right now. Just go to our Instagram. Go to Camp Strange Podcast. Um, if you want to listen to us, listen to us on Pandora, David, like we talked about, because yep. I th- we're on like the comedy list on there right now. I think we're like 50 down, so we're getting some views. And, uh, you know, maybe if we could get like those numbers bumped up, we could get even more views. So if you can, listen on Pandora. If you can't, that's okay, too. We're just glad you're listening. And uh, if you guys want any shirts, like merch or mugs, go to the Instagram and go click the link in the bio, and you can go see all of our merch from there. If you guys want to send us anything, you can send it to Camp Strange Podcast at gmail.com. If you guys want to leave a rate, review, and subscribe, and if you're Apple Podcast, you know, if you guys listen on there, rate, review, subscribe. That's great too. Um, but we're just happy that you're, you know, sticking around with us. That's that's very nice of you guys, even with our nipple monkey stories oh, in no. our torture chambers. What? I know, I'm in. I'm, dude, trust me, I'm in. I'm the I mean, next what, one. You're going to fetish shame fetish. that gorilla? No, 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 no. Because I'd love um, to see you say that to his face. Okay. <laughs> Blunt force trauma. That's what I'm, I'm hoping for, baby. Fingers crossed. Um, anyway, um, do we have anything else we have to cover, David? Are we doing the thing? No, no. No. Um, you know not, what? Not with this thunderstorm going, you know? No, you know my ears hurt from the headphones, too. So <laughs> I'll just uh, leave it with uh, love you guys. Uh, you guys are awesome. Best fans in the game. Um, reach out. If you guys want to send us an email, we got time, dog. We'll respond. If you got a story um, that we've never covered and oh, you yeah. want to hear us cover it, let us know. Yeah, let us know if you find if you if there's anything that you really want to hear us cover. Give our spin on it. You know, those monkey nipple spins. <laughs> so uh, send, it, send it to campstrangepodcast at gmail.com and we'll cover it for you. Um, David, do you have anything to say before we leave? Uh, wear your mask, sanitize your hands, don't go to big public gatherings. Even if you're trying to root on your political person you want to follow, don't do it. Don't do it. Your health is more important, guys. Yep. Life. Life is more important. Anyway, and don't forget to stay strange. <laughs>